0: On today's Daily Slab, we talk about the Kyler Murray predicament, John Morant predicament, and a little bit of Game 7. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Daily Slab. Welcome everyone to the Daily Slab. I am Nate, and our trend editor for today is Kyler Murray. Now, Kyler is the starting QB for the Cardinals. He is signed to a long-term extension. But, does that mean anything? So, Next year, the two top teams with the uh, lowest odds to win the Super Bowl are the Cardinals and the Texans. The Cardinals just so happen to own both first-round picks from those two teams. Obviously, their own and the Texans because they traded away the third pick um, from this year. Ended up picking up the Texans' first-round pick next year. And a couple other things. Third-round picks along the way and everything. So, they have... The first round picks for the top two teams that are expected—they're the, expected to be the worst teams in the league—and even if they're not, say they get four, five and four, they could package those and move up to number one, right? Um, say they get two and three, they could package those and move up to one. Whatever it might be, they will likely have unless Kyler Murray—you know—Colt McCoy does decently and Kyler Murray comes back healthy and dominates end of the season. I expect him to be bad. Kyler Murray is injured right now, uh, and he won't be helping the Cardinals win any games. So here's the predicament: is that you've got Kyler Murray cards. You can see here is select silver uh field level PSA 10. That is down significantly, 42% in the last month. It's almost to a hundred bucks there for that card, despite being a field level silver PSA 10. Almost hundred bucks what do you do with your Kyler Murray cards? Obviously, he's not going to be playing for most of the season, so you're not expecting a big boost this season, but if they end up with the number one pick, I doubt they pass up Caleb Williams for the sake of continually running Kyler Murray out there, right? Uh, From what I understand, Caleb Williams would have been the number one pick this year, and yet... He went back to school and will likely be the number one pick next year. So it is interesting keeping in mind when you're investing in young QBs in the uh, uh, in football is that sometimes, in the, ca- in the case of Kyler Murray, not everything is rosy, and you shouldn't necessarily expect them to be the starting QB long term. All right, next up in what's happening, we've got Ja Morant. So a couple weeks ago, Ja Morant did his whole flashing a gun on Instagram again for the second time in a number of months. And I decided I was going to wait to cover it until we saw some prices. But then I saw that there was a Cracked Ice Auto BGS 10 ending on the PWCC Weekly auction this past Sunday. So I wanted to wait for that. Now, obviously, we all know, John Morant, owning a gun is not illegal. It's not illegal. Um, Flashing your gun on Instagram, while not smart... Also not illegal, I imagine. But you represent the NBA. The NBA definitely doesn't want you to do that. So don't do it. It's as simple as that. To get caught twice doing it, even if it's not illegal, not smart as your employer pretty much dictates what you can and cannot do. Right? And uh, NBA is his employer. They suspended him once. He does it again. That's a poor choice. But more importantly than the poor choice of flashing a gun on Instagram Live... Is just that he didn't learn from his previous mistake. And if you don't learn from mistakes, uh, that's questionable. You know, people start to question you. And people start losing confidence in their investments in cards specifically. Um, or even if it's the team losing its confidence in its investment in the player. Whatever it might be, people start losing confidence. And the card market started losing confidence. And there's one in particular that's very interesting to me. And it is this Cracked Ice Auto uh, BGS 10. Because this sold on Sunday night for $13,800 on PWCC Weekly Auction. $13,800 for a BGS 10. Alright? The 2019 Contenders Variation Rookie Cracked Ice Auto BGS 9-5. So not the normal card like this, but the Variation. Sold for $12,500 on March, on March 9th, right? Okay, so we're talking variation auto, BGS 9-5. We're talking the normal auto, BGS 10 here, and this card only sold for $1,300 more than that did despite being a BGS 95 back in March. If you want to go find a non-variation auto that sold, you can go back to November 7th. A Contenders Rookie Cracked Ice Auto number 25 PSA 9-10 sold for $15,100. So $1,300 more than this BGS-10 sold for back in November when it sold for uh, a PSA 9. Sold for $1,300 more back in November than it did just the other day for a BGS-10. The card ladder value now on that PSA 9-10 Cracked Ice Auto is $4,723. So you can see how far his market has dropped and how much people have lost confidence in him because the old adage goes, yeah, you expect the, you know, you expect the 2019 Prism base rookie PSA 10 to drop. Nobody really cares, but nicer cards, you know, they should stay steady for a while. Well, massive. Massive drops when you're considering just 7 months ago we're talking seven months ago that a a PSA nine. PSA 9 of this exact same card sold for more than a BGS 10 did just this past Sunday. Um obviously alarming, obviously understanding, and hopefully, finally, hopefully, John Morant learns from this and just realizes that there's just some things. When you have all the limelight on you and the Uh, You make all the money to be a quote-unquote role model, right? Not all NBA players, not all MLB players, not all NFL players, not all soccer players are going to be role models. But you make a lot of money to put on a good face for the public. And uh, he has not put on a good face for the public twice now, so hopefully he learns from it and just realizes he just can't do that. Just can't do that. And then lastly, in What's Happening, that was a close one. I had been a little bit harassing of Jason Tatum uh, in the last couple weeks or last week, you know, when they went down 3-0 to the Heat. And then they come back 3-3. I'm like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. I I should not have harassed Jason Tatum as much. It might not have been on here necessarily as written content through Slabstocks. But they did end up losing. Now, Tatum obviously got injured. He hurt his ankle, was not himself. That being said, injury or not, The Tatum-Brown combo went 13 for 36 from the field with Brown taking most of the shots for 33 points. They combined for a minus 39 plus minus in a game seven. Now, again, Tatum injured, but Brown did not step up. He had a terrible game in a game they had to win, obviously, to go to the finals game seven, and they lose by 19 points. Um, Pretty tough. Pretty tough scene for the Celtics, for the fans, because obviously once you win three in a row, you kind of feel like it's destiny. And then it wasn't. On the other end, you had Jimmy Butler going for 28, 7, and 6, which is nice. And then you also have Caleb Martin. Not Cody Martin. Don't be confused with Cody Martin, his brother, but Caleb Martin. And Caleb Martin had a pretty good time of it uh, on Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night, uh, when he went for 26 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists in 44 minutes. And, of course, the world exploded and the world freaked out about a 27-year-old having a big game in a Game 7. And they started spending outrageous prices on stuff, including what you can see here, his Optic Fast Break Rookie Black Auto 101 from 2020. That sold for $400, buy it now, best offer on the 29th. So people are going crazy for Caleb Martin cards. They're also accidentally going crazy for Cody Martin cards. Um, and there's a lot of people that are spending way too much money because they're both in Hornets jerseys as rookies, and uh, people don't take enough time to look at the card and look at the name before buying. So uh, be safe out there. If you want a Caleb Martin card, make sure you're getting Caleb Martin and not Cody Martin, and uh, congratulations to the Heat for moving on to the finals. All right, and lastly, today is the 31st, which means we are past the 30th or the May 30th deadline for SGC submission. So that has gone out, which means you can start prepping for the June 15th SGC submission, which means you should start thinking about the national coming up at the end of July as well. Um, ideally you probably want to get your cards that you want to sell at the national graded in June and don't want to wait till July or else they might not get back in time. So um, if you want to check out more about that SGC or er, slabstocks.com slash SGC. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's Daily Slab. If you enjoyed this video, please click that like button and don't forget to hit that subscribe. And I will talk to you tomorrow for the next Daily Slab. See you, everyone.